0: Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we review the latest episode in this series of Doctor Who. What else are we going to do, really? <laughs> and it is Mummy on the Orient Express. But first, let's have some news. And, well, I say news. We haven't got any, have we? I
1: was going to say, that's like, this episode is we're going to do a review. because
0: there, yes, there is no. OK, I should rephrase it say, and say, now let's have some stats. Because <laughs> that's all there is. That is all there is to bring you this week. It is incredibly quiet um, on the news front so let's crack on with it then we will crack on with the with the review uh, the overnight viewing figures for Mummy on the Orange Express were 5.8 million viewers it's up going up it's yes. going up yes the obviously can- the later time suits it obviously <laughs> the five minutes makes all that difference yes we can cancel the cancellation <laughs> yes it's crept up um, yes it took a 22.1 share of the total TV audience for the evening and that made it the third watch program of the day actually uh, yeah. Top of the chart was strictly come dancing again, which had eight point six five million and X. Uh, yes, X Factor. Sorry, I'll spit that out properly. Yes, wish you could spit it <laughs> out. Actually, <laughs> I was going to yes, spit <laughs> it out. Uh, it had seven point five five it million. Deserves. Yes, indeed. I'll spit. <laughs> I farted the general direction of the X Factor. Yes, had seven point five five million viewers, which seems to be that. Seems didn't it have that same exact same figure last week.
1: I, I, to be honest, I, I don't really want to keep track of what the X-Factor's doing. Mm. It's,
0: it sounds like a fix, if you ask me. <laughs> yes, is, is Simon Kel fixing the viewing figures? Mm. Mm. I Who knows? think he'd be knows? trying to
1: do it more than... Yes. he dancing, if he wants, to be honest. Now,
0: apparently, this episode actually started broadcast at 8.37, rather than 8.35. It made the latest showing in its entire history.
1: Yeah, but well, that's not surprising, is not it? Not really,
0: because no. ever was that. I mean...
1: Previously, well, other than this series, I thought previously the later ones would have been.
0: I think the latest one would have been like Waters of Miles, wouldn't it? Yeah. That had an eight o'clock start. I yeah. Think to recall,
1: some of the specials,
0: yeah, maybe some of the specials, yeah, yeah it's for eight o'clock starts, didn't they? And so.
1: and the classic series would would have been probably the ones that went out on a Tuesday night, or it may well have been the latest before then at seven thirty. So
0: yes, after Wogan, as it would have been yeah. back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that is. I don't. I don't think. It, can it get any later? Well, do you think it, it will? It, Who knows? Who knows?
1: It, it's just. It's still an odd time for a pro for this program, though. Really, it I is. Still, it, is odd. it is odd. It is. It is. It's all to do with the BBC and how they want to go up against X Factor, isn't it?
0: Well, I would have thought they would have put Strictly on directly up against X Factor, but they seem to be. They want that to be the big hitter. And I think they know but, the audience would be split. It's the similar sort of audience, isn't it? That yeah. that whole um, that could kind have. Of, really, I suppose you could, it's sort of reality TV, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I, you know what I mean, I mean, what it yeah. is though? is participation. They put they put, if they put Doctor Who on first, so it's on at yeah. six thirty, which is probably its more natural time. Mm. It then means they're both starting at roughly the same time. Yeah, and I suspect what the BBC want is people to have started watching strictly. And got an hour into Strictly before X Factor can start, so they don't bother turning over. Mm. Whereas if you start them both at the same time, people then have a choice as to what they're going to watch.
0: Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's yeah, it's all a ratings game these days, isn't it? it yeah, really
1: is. Uh, now and, talk
0: to, I was going to say, and Doctor Who
1: is actually standing up quite well. It, it, it usually I usually it is. is. It usually does it become a pawn in the
0: ratings war, though, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah, and no, it's it's got some health. Okay, the it's dropped off in recent weeks, but it's, but but it's, but it's what it's up against. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. Well.
1: If you put it back at six thirty up against, I don't know, the Chase Celebrity Special or whatever, and it would be
0: you're, you're back four, to over seven, yeah. be over seven million overnights again, aren't you? So, yeah, yeah. Now talking of transmission times, uh, next week's episode Flatline is on at eight twenty-five. It's on a bit of, ten minutes earlier this oh. next week, so it blows that blows that. It's going one to make out. all the difference. It will do. It will do. Why uh, all of a sudden strictly needs ten minutes less, and it needed an extra five minutes this this week? And now, excuse me, oh, my voice is cracking up. And then and then uh, uh, next week you're like,
1: getting
0: emotional. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I just got <laughs> something in my ten eye. Ten minutes
1: less. Of, ten minutes less of strictly's got you all emotional. If I
0: can't, <laughs> if I can't, it's, it's, oh no, it's ten minutes less of sequins. <laughs> How are you going to cope? <laughs> I don't know. I, obviously, I can't. I'm cracking up already. Yes, uh, yeah, 8.25. So, I, I'm not quite figuring out why Strictly is all over the place with its running time.
1: No, you'd, you'd have thought it was pretty much... I mean, you can understand episodes getting shorter
0: as it goes on. because well, they you, don't. That's, that's the thing. They just oh. pad it out, do not they? The less people are in it, they pad it out to some big extravaganza. But, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Never mind. Now, um... Lastly, in our little bit of news, uh, Kill the Moon. Its final ratings, uh, consolidated ratings, I should say, was 6.91 million.
1: Yeah, which wasn't too bad from its starting point, was it?
0: No, indeed. Um, and I think that's a note of slight increase again on the consolidated again, isn't it? Yeah. I think, or was it was last week, 6.99 again. I can't remember. Uh, no, no, I think it. I think it was. It was six point eight something. Ah, I was, yes, six point eight nine, was, wasn't it? So yes, a yeah. slight increase again. That's good. Yeah. that's good.
1: Which, considering the sort of general mm, division it, this show caused, you wonder whether people would bother. Whether it's more people have thought, oh god, well, that that was divisive. So I better watch that. Or,
0: well, it was divisive amongst a certain section. Yeah, of fans, wasn't it? And I, you yeah, know, I don't want. Watching it again, just see whether they might change their mind. Yeah, well, I don't want to go over all that old ground again, but it's it's a TV show for Christ's sake, you know. Despite uh, the fact we never really touched on it last week, no, not at all. No, we we sort of stayed off the subject, didn't we? But uh, yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing. People got to be in their bonnet about the whole science thing, but it it did. Some people getting quite vitriolic about it. I mean, come on, it's a TV show for crying out loud. What we what we fighting about it for? Oh dear oh dear but uh but you know it's still very very healthy view- viewing figures for a, a very divisive episode so yes oh dear well that is it really that is that's it that is the news there's nothing else to bring you we can't even make anything up can we oh. i mean i try to pad it out a little bit by getting upset about strictly being 10 minutes short next week but
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a long hope isn't it
0: <laughs> it is <laughs> Okay, everyone, so coming up next is our review of Mummy on the Orient. I'll say that again Mummy on the Orient Express. I'm still upset. I'm still upset about less sequins next week. So, for another week, then, that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time to start our review of Mummy on the Orient Express.
1: There were many trains to take the name Orient Express. But only one. It's space. Good morning, everyone. Your goal is to ascertain the foretold's true nature. I know exactly what this sounds like. Isn't this exciting?
0: It's immortal.
1: Unstoppable. Unkillable.
0: Can we get a new expert? Those that bear the foretold's stare have 66 seconds to live. start the clock. Okay, then, Paul, it is your turn to kick things off this week. Yes. What did you think? Well... There's, there's something that bothers me about this episode. Okay. Oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> no, actually, actually, no, I absolutely love this episode. Okay. Okay. I think it is probably the best so far of the series, which says a lot, actually, because I quite like this series. Mm. Um, just everything about this, other, other than perhaps not as much as I don't want to say this, mm, I wasn't on. quite sure about Frank Skinner as Perkins.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And I couldn't quite work out... It, seemed to, it almost seemed to me as if the train had carriages at right angles. <laughs> the baggage cars seemed to go off at different angles to the rest of the train. But other than that, that is the only two things that I could say that I didn't absolutely love about this.
0: Yeah, I uh, absolutely 100% agree with you. I I, uh, I thought this was fantastic, to be honest. I really do think this was fantastic. It, I mean, uh, again... I agree with you. I think this is my favorite of the series so far. I just thought it was so much fun to watch. It had a fan- th- to me it had a fantastic story, a really good villain. Uh, I just like the way that well, the Doctor was for this, Clara was. It was excellent. I just loved it. I just absolutely loved it. Uh, I, I do agree with you on Frank Skinner, but let's be honest, he's not an actor, is he? No,
1: no, no. I mean, and 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 knowing
0: how much you wanted to be in the. This
1: episode, it
0: feels a bit mean to me. <laughs> exactly. What actually? What I was actually quite pleased about. I mean, he is a big fan, and, and we we saw him at every beer fire. Yeah. Uh, show we we managed to get tickets to last year. He was at every single one that we were there for. So he is a you know a, a, a died in the wall uh, or died in the wall. Sorry, um, Doctor Who fan. Uh, but it's just good to see him, not just having a little cameo. Yeah. It was. I mean, like, it we... was like the Doctor's sidekick in
1: this, wasn't he? Really. Yeah. Which is which is odd because how this the run up to who was going to be in Doctor Who was almost you felt he had a cameo, mm. and Foxes was going to be a, a reasonably put major star. Yes,
0: it. yeah. Sh- should we get the, the Foxes thing out of the way?
1: Yeah, should, should we get should we get all the bits that we weren't sure about? Yeah,
0: let's do, let's do that first. Right, okay. Foxy's. Um Why? Why? <laughs> what was the point really? And they sh- they sh- had a very so it was seconds she was on screen. Yeah. And she just seemed totally disinterested. She wasn't even sort of meant to... It didn't even look like she was performing to the crowd. She was just sort of standing, looking off into the middle distance. Like, she just looked sort
1: of bored. Well, I suppose, I mean, that, that may well be what it what she was meant to be doing, as in, you know, the sort of cabaret ship singer, whatever. Oh, could be, Point that you know they're not really. This is this is something they do every day, day in, day out. To guests that aren't really.
0: But even that, even if you if like taking any interest. But those people who do those cruise ships, the like and cruise ships, they have to walk around with a fixed grin on their face all day. Otherwise, they're sacked, aren't they? I mean, yeah. You know, I mean this, this, this—that's their life. That's their job. And I just couldn't understand why she was sitting there with this bored look on her face. <laughs> but um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and, I mean, that and just, I
1: just, you just is... for, for actually for the amount of publicity it got. I mean, which obviously it just was for the publicity.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the, um... <laughs> I mean, which which obviously went
1: wasn't aimed at us at all. <laughs> no, because no. we're still with the opinion of who. Wait, well, exactly, oh, I'm, I'm like... still
0: scratching my head who the bloody hell foxes. Is <laughs> so... yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I didn't see the point to that. Um, I know it's been we didn't discuss this in the news uh but is there is this this song I know it's been there's a video for it now is which is apparently quite spoilery, which we that's the reason I've stayed away from it because it apparently shows <laughs> no <bits really>? from... <laughs> other than all the other work which you to. oh yeah, I've flocked to yeah <laughs> uh but now i i i stay, <laughs> I've stayed away from it because I don't want anything spoil I don't want to see anything from the later episodes uh to no. be perfectly fair uh so so apart from that I mean, is it is it being released as a single is it i mean I haven't really paid that much attention to it.
1: No, no. I mean, we've now probably spoken about it more than we've actually
0: ever. Maybe we should have talked about it on the news after all, but because yeah. <laughs> it was a short news week this week. But <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but... Um, yeah. so I didn't really see, you know, see the point to that but, at all.
1: No, but getting getting back to talking about generally, um, yeah, absolutely love the idea of of how they got the the mummy onto it. Yep. The whole, the whole, basically, it, it, it's it's a it's a typical. I mean, if, if people are going to start moaning about recycling stories, yes, we've got an under siege story.
0: Yes. In terms of, uh, we, we've had the Agatha Christie um, sort of killed off one by one story before. I think there's been comparisons made to Robots of Death. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, okay, the, the, there was more of a mystery to Robots of Death, but. In this one, you could see what was doing the killing. You just didn't understand why or how, did you? Yeah, so yeah. Was, the mys- yeah.
1: The mystery was what what it was and why it was doing it, rather yeah. than who was doing it.
0: Yeah. Now, now considering you are a uh, an Agatha Christie aficionado, yeah, what? How, how did you feel? Sort of like, they, do you think they captured the feel of her? An Agatha Christie. I think they did it through the music. So I thought that the, at certain points of the music was very, um, very Poirot, the David Suchet Poirot.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I think they've gone for more of that sort of feel than obviously. Yeah. Cause obviously, I mean, other other than it's the Orient Express and there there is no other connection to Agatha Christie really. No, it,
0: it's not at
1: all. Um As we said, there's 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 no mystery to it. There's no whatever. I mean the, the mystery is, of course, is um who is the computer?
0: Yes, the mysterious Gus um, yes. Who seems to be able to keep the Doctor and his uh, tech at arm's length. Yeah. Which, which I find quite interesting. And and knows about him. Yeah. Obviously, and who he is. Because he said he'd been ringing... Well, the Doctor's taken calls from him. and yeah. uh, Which he's resisted the invitations and, you know, and, until now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so who is this mysterious Gus? And all the way through it, I was thinking, who's doing the voice? Who's doing the voice of Gus? I'm not to the realised it was John Sessions. So, yeah, <laughs> dear, dear Johnny Sessions. <laughs> but actually, did it quite was good. I mean, it had that quite a
1: level of menace without being
0: well. If you to that sort over the top, to that yeah. Thing. If you want that sort of upper class, that sort of nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties tough. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That sort of Bertie Wooster. Yeah. Sort of voice. Uh, short of getting Hugh Laurie to do it, I mean, I suppose John Sessions is the next best thing, really, isn't it? Yeah.
1: And you just sit there and you're thinking, right, so what does what, what does Gus stand for? Is it, is it you know, oh, are we going to find go. out that it's GUS or what? You know, it is what it is rather than it's just his name, the computer's name or the voice.
0: No idea. I'm not putting forward any sort of idea on this one. No, no. Actually, there's one idea I'm going to put forward. And it's not about Gus actually. It's about um, Frank Skinner's character Perkins. Yeah. Well, well actually, stages. I was
1: I was waiting going through this all the time, waiting to find that he was going to be the person I, yeah, that I was behind it.
0: That's I sw- I sw- I sw- I what I thought. But all the way through, I was thinking he's he's very clued up on everything. He's he's a sort of a mechanic. He's he knows more than he's letting on. I f- I felt anyway. Yeah. And I was beginning to wonder. Now, I don't know if you can remember back to the Armageddon what? Factor? The Tom Baker, key to time story, yeah. Drax, the other Time Lord, the Doctor meets, right, played by because he was like a little like mechanic tinkerer, bit he was a bit more of a I uh, I put it, a bit more of a criminal, wasn't because he? he spent time in Brixton prison, didn't he? Yeah, the Drax character, I begin to wonder what is he supposed to be, a, like a, a Drax regenerated or something? It just seemed um, it, it just seemed that way to me. Interesting thought, and he does
1: know. His that, way around the inside of the TARDIS, yeah. So it just and made says him,
0: that job could take you, yeah. But it's the whole thing about so, a job that could could change a man, yeah. So it does make you wonder if he's um because he also been investigating this long before the Doctor got there as well,
1: yeah. Which is, this is meant to be the obviously we take it that the um, old ladies, the Mrs. Pitt is the first victim mm. on the basis that the train captain says that. It's three deaths, so there hasn't been. It's not as if like the doctors walked in and there's been two or three beforehand. No, no. He's saying there's, there's three. So what was Perkins doing investigating exactly. before the
0: first death? Yeah. Now was he one of the people that Gus wanted there, or was he just one of the? Um, well, again, this is what you're not one quite sure. The crew sure. of the train. Yeah. He seems to have
1: been. You get the feeling from the start that he's one of the crew of the train, don't you? Hmm that he is the engineer on the train. But, because he's obviously not dressed as a guest. No. But actually, yeah, it, there doesn't seem to be...
0: It's good if he, if he was sort of invited or, or manipulated. To be there. To be as there.
1: A, as a, yeah. Yeah, I
0: Cause get that.
1: Yeah, because yeah, the, otherwise the captain doesn't seem to be, the captain of the train doesn't seem to be particularly bothered if he is the engineer, that he's suddenly strolling around in amongst all the
0: amongst all the guests. Yes. Indeed, yeah. Now, just something just sort of occurs when I was watching it, and I could just be reading far too much into it, but it just seemed a little bit, It was that bit in the TARDIS at the end that did it for me. Yeah. It made me think maybe maybe it's... I mean, I don't know if there's... I'm assuming there must be copyright issues to use the, names, the name Drax, but, uh, yeah, it just made me think that it could be him. Hmm. Could be him. So... Um, and again, yeah, as
1: you said, the, the thing about a job like that changes a man as if... Hmm. Whether working on that has caused the regeneration... on his on his tardis caused the regeneration or could have done whatever was, could have a, done yeah it
0: could just be wishful Thinker on our part who yeah. knows but... have you well we still talking about have you seen the um doctor who extra no this? I have I must admit I haven't seen any of them since uh into the Dalek
1: well, I managed to really. see this one mm. and uh, Frank Skinner on there he was going. It's you know, wanting to be a character. He goes, but to make him actually have to turn around and say no, he doesn't want to be a companion. He goes, he felt it was just, just a bit a like, bit unfair on him. <laughs> he goes, yeah, he to ask the director if there's if there's a bit more time, could they just do the same with him saying yes?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and get me bags. <laughs> I think it, I think it would have been. I don't know if people would have would have. Accepted Frank Skinner because I say he's not an actor, is he? He was no. basically being Frank Skinner, but I, you know what, it didn't detract at all.
1: I mean, to be honest, actually, I mean, he, he did sort of suit the cat. The character was was fine, and I think he did sort of suit that. He, he also actually didn't play it for laughs. No, and he had the odd line, like uh, like the um, you know, when the experts telling him and it can't be destroyed and all that, and he just says around and goes, "Can we get another expert?" Yeah. I like that line, but you know he actually, for a lot of this, had to take over um, Clara's role as the as the Doctor's conscience, didn't he? He did, really. Why Clara wasn't there,
0: and I was, I was also going to say, if you think about some of the, I suppose you could say this is in a certain degree, this is sort of a, you know a little bit of stunt casting, and if you can think back to previous stunt casting decisions, uh, if you, I mean, actually, I, I was going to say Ken Dodd. Um, in Delta with the Bannerman, but actually he, he didn't come off too badly because his his character was meant to be like a flamboyant, yeah, uh, sort of showman sort of thing. But I was sort of thinking more uh, along the lines of Richard Bryars, who was yeah. who was a fantastic actor, but in mind, he got that all wrong. Yeah, and that that was completely over the top. And I know he's meant to be that sort of like that stuck up, officious. Uh, how can I how can I put it? Sort of I don't know. Sort of I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I can't really describe what he was supposed to be in that I really. mean, but, I, but it was just all wrong but I think Frank Skinner he didn't sort of overdo it did he okay was well, being no. himself but I think it worked I think it really I mean,
1: worked the interesting thing would be to see is when we start <clears throat> getting if I listen once we've recorded this I'll mm. go and start listening and reading up what other people think yeah and whether people whereas Frank Skinner's probably I don't think that big anywhere else other than this you country could, yeah, yeah whether people who don't know him as a comedian and Whatever, mm. how they view his performance. Well, whether I think they I... think well, you know whether, that, whether it's to them he's just an yeah. actor. And...
0: Well, I know he's been name checking a few podcasts on his um uh, his uh, radio show. Yeah, I think he's name check Verity, and I think they they got um obviously that's across the pond, isn't it? So yeah, obviously they now, now know who he is. He hasn't name checked us yet, has he?
1: No, that's that's why we don't like his performance. Oh, no, no. it
0: stank. <laughs> <laughs> will never work in this town again.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> we're never ever gonna be like it. Never ever gonna be name checked either, are No, you not know? now we're not.
0: <laughs> we just bigged him up, and then we realise he hasn't name checked us, so uh sod him.
1: <laughs> no, no, so I, I wonder whether part of it is just because Oh, it's Frank Skinner, you know, to us. Yeah. A bit more than actually just letting it go as a Do you know what? Do you know what?
0: I actually we're talking about Frank. I know we should talk about the episode a bit more, but um <laughs> when we saw, when us we saw him at the BFI, I'd think uh, to me, it was like, "Wow, it's Frank Skinner." Yeah, I, it was just such a such a, a shock to see him there. I didn't know he was a Doctor Who fan, and just sort of like, just sort of that when he was really big in the nineties, and you we were watching like fantasy football league and and things like that. I mean, yeah, you know, he's um to me, he's he's a big name. You know? Yeah, he's oh, he's utterly, a big, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Frank Skinner, and you know, just to see him sitting there in the audience, very, well, I thought it was fantastic, and I thought he was, I thought he was really good in this as well. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, you do you do sort of get the thing. I think much as watching it, you're yeah. thinking it's oh, I bet he's loving that.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I think that, that that probably it's just the fact that it is him that sort of slightly takes you out of it. It's every fan's but dream, not, isn't it, to start an episode mean, of Doctor Who? That's Herb, not so.
0: necessarily his fault. No. No indeed. I indeed
1: think that's not. probably more my perception of of him rather than um anything to do with his ability.
0: Yeah, I think so. But uh Now um I I was gonna say going on from what we sort of touched upon last week when we, we or I say we, I, got a bit, uh, had a bit of a rant, didn't I, about all the, the science thing oh, from um Oh, I must Kill have missed moment. that. I don't oh, know. you must have, yeah, you must have. That that must have washed over me, did you? You, you must have, but you must have momentarily switched off, Paul. I'm not going to go over it again, but... Um, it was only a couple of lines, weren't it, it was not it, though? It was only a couple of lines, yeah. I didn't dwell on it too much, no. did I? <laughs> um, I think this week, because I did mention that I think this whole... Series has really been built around mythology, yeah. And this week, none it was none more so than this week, I should say, really. It was pure mythology, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, this one starts off with this what is the myth, yeah. And you actually get him sitting down and talking to the uh expert, Mm.
0: yes, played by Christopher Villiers, who's been in Doctor Who before in The King's Demons. He was Hugh, wasn't he? I can't remember yeah. what, what Hugh did in the King's Demons, but there you are. <laughs> it, it's I, uh, actually
1: King's Demons is one of those ones which I can't remember the last time I saw. To be honest,
0: oh, uh, that, that, that obviously introduced the uh, the wonderful Chameleon. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's all I remember. remember it for. That's all I can remember yes. it for now. Yeah, uh, but also what we forgot also got to mention uh, Mrs. Pitt. She was also in Doctor Who on the Curse of Fenric. Janet Hemphrey. She played Miss Hardaker. Yes, she was like the school tea school mom, wasn't she? She's one of those actresses you you recognise. Oh, she's been in umpteen things. Yeah. She really has. Yeah. Put your finger
1: on. Otherwise, what? But, uh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, um, but, and yeah, you're saying about yeah. He was the professor of mythology, wasn't he? Yes. So
1: I mean, even to have that as, <laughs> as a main character sort of says yeah, where well, this is hmm. this episode is, is not going to hide from the fact that it's trying to set tougher a, a myth. Some of the other ones that are sort of. It's, we've had in this series are myths that are actual,
0: well known. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean the, the one I, I, I sort of, I, I sort, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was one I forgot to mention. And sort of to state my case last week, really. What was Robin Hood? Um Now that was actually we we sort of picked up on the fact that they, the way they played it in that was he was a real man, but over the time the legend overtook him. Yeah. So the legend out outlasted the man. So. uh I thought that was quite a good spin, but maybe that isn't what it's all about. Maybe it is just the whole legend and myth, and that's what everything's been being built yeah. around. I, re- I really do, and especially, you know, there's there's lots of other things, for which I think probably not to talk about this week, I think, but maybe sort of like when we get to the end of the series, whether it's actually right or not, but I think there's a lot of other uh, Celtic myths being put into this as well. Yeah. Uh, but I say, well, I don't want to say anything, in case one completely, wrong, because I've been chatting with one of our followers on on, on Facebook. Um, I hope you're listening, Martin. You'll, you'll know what what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah. So I might say it to to the last episode. And see, see if see if me and him are right. <laughs> mm. But uh, okay. yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Definitely, pl- I played up the mythology thing, and I think yeah. this is what this whole series is about.
1: Really, that was that was slightly the the other. I've said I, I absolutely love this, and this is my favourite episode. Yeah. In ages and ages and ages, all I've done so far is been negative about it. So <laughs> let's get this out. The other thing that I thought was slightly clunky was was the doctor talking to Professor Morehouse to give you the background of what the
0: the myth is. Yes, when he yeah. sits down. and Well, they've only got it, what forty five minutes, and there was lot, I have yeah. It probably I mean, could it, have. I think what I think some of the criticisms levelled against this, it could have done with an extra five minutes. Yeah, because there was a oh, lot of oh, things just sort of cut. Out really wasn't there. Yeah.
1: Or oh, that bit could have been done, included in the, the talk to the Doctor and Perkins. Yeah. Afterwards, it was just that sort of... It was like, oh, this, this is going exp- to... we trying explain it a bit earlier for you. Mm. And, yeah, it just didn't... That seemed to be a bit, yeah, we shoehorn this in. Yeah. that you know, the, the Doctor would go up to him. Uh, uh, fair enough, the Doctor would recognise him, you presume. Yeah. And know that he'd be the expert on it, but it was just the fact yeah. that he just sat down and started talking to him about ask quizzing him on the on the myth, rather than hmm. it being something that had come up naturally because they were then looking into the myth. Yeah, such. it
0: did seem sort of like that, that professor was sort of, well, you, I, I, I sort of like, I, I take it you're probing me for information here.
1: Yeah, it was. It yeah, was just, yeah, it was like, and we're
0: even going to have to spell this out because it's so obvious what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there's one thing that did actually surprise me uh, about this was the fact that uh, Clara was in it. Yes, I I, honestly because there was none that she wasn't featured in any of the trailers for this at all. No, and I hadn't looked at the cast list. I've got to be, yeah, that that would have given it away for us. Uh, But yeah, I was really surprised to see her walking out of the out of the Tardis with the Doctor. And weeks have gone by since she stormed off out of the Tardis, and this was sort of like their goodbye goodbye yeah and it, it was it was weird because i think um I was, I was thinking this all the way through it was like you know it's that that you, you're breaking up with someone this is sort of like yeah you're, you're just on one final date just to say goodbye so you're not you're not parting on you know acrimonious right, terms yeah. or something you know it's yeah. um it, it did it, it just seemed like um that, that's what it felt felt like to me all the way through and even that the thing you know, the final hurrah because she seemed really disappointed the doctor was saying well Basically saying, well, I'm not going to see you again. That's what you want, isn't it? You know, and Clara seemed really sort of quite hurt about that.
1: Yeah, I don't do anything that's social.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed a bit... But at the end, uh, it was like Clara was having an affair with the Doctor, if you see what I mean. She was lying to Danny. And she she was also lying to the Doctor now as well, wasn't she? She was saying, he's fine with it, it's fine. It was all a bit of a wobble. It was his idea I don't travel with you anymore, but it's all okay now. He's fine with it, and... and off they go.
1: Although, there is the thing. I mean, he's not necessarily um, saying to her about, <clears> don't go. Because when, when she says about, oh, this is it, there's not, I'm not going to see him anymore. Mm. When he says that's a bit of a scorched earth policy. Yeah. So it does sound as if he's not actually that. It's not him saying you're not to see him anymore.
0: It, no, it is, it is all like, well, he thinks it's she doesn't want to see him. So he, he just does his cold, detached thing again, doesn't he? Yeah. So, but but at the end, it sort of it just seemed really weird. She had this complete sort of change of heart, didn't she? It's yeah. It just well, seemed, it just seemed really really strange, and and I think well, what, that's the other thing as well. What do you think about the whole thing about the, sort of the life of Doctor Doctor Leeds as he tried to give it up? Is it like an addiction? Do you think that's a a fair analogy, or sort of compare it to drug addictions? A bit off the mark somewhat.
1: Um, well, I'm not necessarily. I mean. As in an adrenaline addiction,
0: mate. You know, as in yeah, that yeah.
1: sort of thing. As in people who take in, who get involved in dangerous sports and all that sort mm, of stuff. Yeah, you could say that that's sort of the doctor's life, isn't it? Yeah. And the whole point of that is something that he enjoys. So is that an addiction or not? As he says, he's never tried giving it up, so he doesn't so he know. He doesn't know. Yeah. But the question then is: is is this is this becoming an
0: addiction to Clara? Well, it certainly seems that way, doesn't it? No. Because she, she now she can't give it up, can she? She can't give up that life. No. Even though she sort of, uh, you know, sort of pro- professed her love for Danny and, and everything. And she, last week she seemed quite content to sort of leave the Doctor. I mean, she was so annoyed with the Doctor. Uh, yeah. But it almost seemed like Danny Pink was a little bit smug about it because he was sort of, he seemed to know that this was sort of like the last time she was going to trouble with him, and, he, and I think when she spoke to him at the end, he said something on the lines of, "Well, is it done?" Yeah, and he seemed quite happy about it as well. Yeah, uh, maybe what things were, you know, people are saying about him—he's he's manipulative. Maybe that's I don't know. Maybe there is something in this. I, I don't, don't know. know. We'll you will find a Friend or wife
1: kept, kept disappearing with a strange man for.
0: <laughs> but, it's, but it's like <laughs> to, to
1: enjoy you. herself without you. Yeah, you but you—you you, be but, thinking. Yeah, but you get
0: you get those relationships though where they tell you sort of they try to stop you from seeing your best friend. Yeah. And this is base almost what this is like. She's asking he's asking her, sorry, to stop seeing her best friend. Yeah. And it does happen in relationships. They just want to control everything. Don't not control but I don't know if it's too strong a word, but they they just want they want them to themselves all the time, don't they? Yeah. You know I
1: suppose I suppose I mean this is slightly different in the fact that if you've got somebody who's obviously having a wonderful time that you're in a life that you're not a part of,
0: yeah,
1: it would be very. It can be very. I should think it could be very hard. It could be. You know, and it comes back with wonderful tales of what they've been doing, mm. and you've just had a boring, mundane life.
0: Well, he hasn't, but, has he? And we had to bloody well find out what he <laughs> did. So
1: <laughs> at, le- at least, at least, at least he hasn't mentioned he
0: had a bad day this week. No, exactly. So. <laughs> um, yeah, at least they didn't uh, uh, labour the point of that one again. Right. Uh... No. Nor did we have anything
1: of Missy and no, no. Which, considering we had three people die in front of the doctor that you couldn't save.
0: Yes. None of them. None of them made an appearance. No. In the nether sphere, did they? Hmm. No, which just seemed a bit
1: strange. And you'd have thought this, these were three people that could have
0: could turned have up. Yeah. Yeah, could have done, I suppose. Yeah. Oh well, but. With... Maybe it will appear next week or maybe this is it now until the until the final, it's the two-part episode, a finale, isn't it? So yeah, maybe in the, in the parts 11 and 12. Who knows? But, but, but getting back
1: to Clara and her relationship with the Doctor, yeah. I mean, it, it could be the fact that it has really started... Having seen the Doctor having to cope with what was happening on the train and making those decisions mm. and having to let people die because he couldn't save them and realising that that's his life, may her... She may suddenly have. It could be that 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 sort of brought into um, focus what she'd what he'd done to her last week.
0: Well, he he did it to her again this week, didn't he? He asked her to lie to Maisie, just to get her into the carriage.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't from a point of view. She at that stage. That's what I am saying. At at that
0: stage, she thought he's just asked her to come in to kill her. He can't. He knows he can't say, and he's asking. He's asking Clara to lie to Maisie.
1: Yeah. But you know, from that point of view, that was I can yeah, I can see that, but it wasn't to the stack that if she stayed where she was, she was safe. The mummy was coming for her whatever. And it was just a question of
0: But the thing is though, he didn't have to I know he he didn't want Gus knowing what he was going to do. He no. had to keep that a secret. Um but as far as Carl was concerned, he was doing it again, wasn't he? He was he was he was lying. And then he the whole thing about, you know, Gus had contacted him before. Yeah. And it wasn't just a nice little trip in the TARDIS, there was a, a you know, a reason for it and yeah, a dangerous yeah. reason at that. Yeah. So he, he was being very manipulative again and I I mean I'm liking this in the doctor. I know no, a lot of people I, take absolutely. it Absolutely. I really yeah. really liked like the doctor in this. Yeah.
1: I mean, just Paulie
0: was brilliant. He was absolutely yeah. brilliant.
1: And the switching between and even at the end saying so the conversation on the so outside the TARDIS when he's saying you know and he's saying you know I saved everyone and dropped them all off and yeah. all that and then he switches to the well actually I only picked up you and I left them all to die and that's my cover story and you, you almost think yourself actually I'm not totally sure which one I believe these. <laughs> you know the fact that he's actually they've actually done it that well as his character which exactly. you'd never have thought of of any other no doctor never and the fact that you know she says about Maisie, she goes, "Oh, you knew you was going to save her," and he was going, well, "If that makes you feel better,
0: mm.
1: if, if, if it's well, easier for you to think of me that way, then then that's fine." There was some, and really, then, then goes, some, "Well, to yeah, say that he just moved on to the next one, and the next one, and the next one, until he could try and save them." Yeah,
0: and there's a whole thing. He says, "Sometimes you have to make bad decisions." Yeah, you have
1: to make decisions, even if they're all bad or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, not yeah. bad
0: decisions. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I mean. I thought there were some really good scenes between Clara and the Doctor. That bit when they're um, at the at the table looking out and looking at that black hole. Yeah, and it's like Clara says, oh, "What is it about?" She doesn't hate the Doctor. You, you don't hate someone. You oh, don't hate.
1: Hate is too too strong an emotion to waste on someone you don't care about.
0: Yeah, and it was the look on the Doctor's face there, he did seem. You saw this flicker of hurt. Yeah, come across his face. He did seem quite startled. Yeah, by that didn't he? And again, he just sort of so I'm a little bit confused about what you're saying here. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. The whole thing about you know he, he got confused by Clara's smile. Yeah, you know, and it and it was he was like watching a, a couple break up. It really was. I and I liked it. I really did like it. I like what they what they're doing is going backwards and forwards with their relationship, and I, I think it's great. I really yeah. do. But I also but... thought uh, um, I mean Jenna Con was also. Um, Good on her own as well with uh, that scene with Daisy when they well, Daisy Maisie sorry uh, when they're sort of locked in the in the in the carriage and I thought the the conversation they have was good and I like the way it was lit as well because you had the only light was sort of coming through obviously like a, a, a grated window and the way that um, the, the shot was framed the, it was these squares of light were directly over their eyes yeah and I just like the way it, it just had a fantastic atmosphere to it. I just, I just really liked it. I know you're, you're not too big on that sort of thing, but I, I, I just loved that the way it was done. I just, I thought it was it looked beautiful. It really did, it really did. No, I mean, it, yeah, it's well shot, it's well paced. This was, I mean, yeah, they, actually, that's probably only my, my one criticism of it. Really, I just thought the, the bit at the ends when he just sort of surrendered was a little bit of a cop out. Um... I just think it needed a little bit more time at the end, and the whole thing with him. Scanning Maisie, and then he put it on himself. That was a little bit out of the blue, wasn't it? It was almost like a sonic screwdriver. This he could do everything. This scanner, couldn't it?
1: So. It was getting a bit, yeah, to that head. Yeah, sonic. So having said that, the sonic screwdriver doesn't work. They've got something that does. To yeah. That extent. Um. Yeah, but I suppose how do you how how do you get the it to turn on the doctor was the yeah. problem, wasn't it? Because yeah. obviously he's the the least likely to die out of everyone on that
0: he's, Yeah, I mean, it had to happen. That was the only way it was going to be resolved. Otherwise he yeah. was going to be the last one alive. Yeah. Which would have been too late. Yeah, precisely. But no, um, I thought... I
1: unless think, you're going to have somebody else save the day, but then people would have been up in arms about the
0: fact that... It would have been Clara saving the day again, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah, rather than the Doctor. Yeah. But uh, I think... And I, it, was,
1: it was quite a nice idea in the fact that, yes, that's that's a flag, he's a soldier.
0: Hmm.
1: And... Um, He's going to have to go on until he thinks the war is over, and by surrendering, the doctor tells him that the war's
0: actually. What actually? There's one interesting thing there when he, the doctor says to him, "Well, you know, um, you're relieved, soldier." Now that's acting like acting like an officer. Yeah. Again, he's telling he's telling the, the, the you know the squaddy to stand down, stand easy. You're relieved. Yeah. So it's all it's all sort of coming back round to that whole soldier officer. Yeah, conflict thing again, isn't it? Uh, which I, you know, I, I am liking actually. I don't know, I don't know how, what, where what direction this is going in, or whether the I mean, doctor's, I mean, doctors, I mean, doctors got some tough choices. it does, also, it, also like,
1: you just give the
0: the line to Perkins, won't it You're not the only one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, actually, we've, we've sort of now talked about getting the the mummy or the foretold, as it's give it its proper name. Uh, what do you think of that as a? As well, he wasn't really the villain, was he? It was Gus. that was the villain, but as yeah. the, the sort of like the the monster of the week. What, what did you really, think? Really,
1: I thought that was really well done. Yeah, I and did. Really creepy. In it's looking.
0: I just like the way it
1: moved. Yes,
0: and, and I like that thing where the Doctor stood in front of it. Yeah, and its hands, its fingers come through his eye sockets, the Doctor's eye sockets, and I yeah. thought that was brilliant. That was so well done. Um, and yeah, it was. It, I thought it was creepy. Yeah, you did. Really you did. good creation.
1: In a well-lit environment, it wasn't even as if they did, you know, it was the half-lit and whatever. I mean, it was in bright carriages and whatever, and it still looked creepy. Yes, it did.
0: I thought it was which,
1: brilliant. But you can always say about Doctor Who monsters.
0: In broad daylight, no. Yes. No,
1: Normally you say, for God's sake, why didn't they turn the lighting down? I <laughs> just didn't need it.
0: That's all. Oh dear, no, no. I thought I thought it was a really, really good thing, a really good thing to, to have in there, and it sort of again, it was very Hinchcliffe following, yeah. following on from last week. Um, you know that that whole uh, sort of classic horror, yeah, got, the Gothic horror thing. Uh, it, I mean, again, it was sort of setting that period. I know it wasn't a period setting, but you know semi-period setting, uh, and then you got like a classic, almost like a classic Universal uh, Studios horror icon. You know, the mummy. So I I, I thought he worked really well. Yeah. Really well. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Actually, there's other things I haven't sort of picked up on. Um, I want to go back to Capaldi again because I like the, the conversation he was having with himself. And
1: the fact that...
0: He was doing a Tom Baker Ica. impression. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dear. What other doctors can do that?
1: <laughs> and you're just sitting there and you suddenly well,
0: thought, what's that? Yeah, I know. Have I just wished that was the case? And that, when I watched it the second time last well, night, I thought, yeah. no, he was he was channeling Tom Baker there. Yeah. Brilliant. He, he basically had a conversation with the Fourth Doctor. He did, absolutely brilliant. And even um, when he got the cigarette case out, and obviously all the way through this uh, season, you've seen like the the, the Doctor's back to likes he, he, the occasional tipple, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, and I thought, surely the Doctor's not going to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault was he's very obviously
1: got the the cigarette box out there, I and mean, yeah. it was just like you know, well, that's 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 interesting. Mm. Is he just going to play with it? And then it's got like, it's, it's full of jelly
0: babies. It's <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
0: <laughs>
1: and part, of, you know, you sort of think of yourself. Do I do I find is is that stupid and is that corny and should should I not like that? But unfortunately I do. Yes, story. I do. So. I don't know whether that says more about me or
0: what. No, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was brilliant. I really did. Um A quite childish sort of thing. It was, yeah. Yeah. And also no. the mention of uh, hard light holograms which just remind me of Red Dwarf. <laughs> yes, that was yeah, that was that bit yeah. yeah. Uh the other the other bit I liked as well was um when the Doctor flashed his psychic paper at Captain Quell, um, he said, oh, your, I'm, your I'm your worst birthday. nightmare. He said, oh, God, I'm not a mystery shopper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said, I want an extra pillow and the breakfast. But my face is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> and when are you going to stop doing something about the people dying? Or?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I quite like the Captain Quell. Character. I like the the whole thing about the the, the post traumatic uh, stress disorder. Yeah, uh, which they I mean, so they, really, they really are bringing this whole thing about the the common soldier. This series, I'd love to know where they're going with this. Yeah, the sort of, things that can affect soldiers or people who've been in battle.
1: Yeah, you do feel that this is there. there there's more. Of, it's it's not coincidence, is it? it this is no. no there's quite a lot. Yeah, had.
0: there's something else going on there, isn't there? We've had the horrors
1: of war, haven't we? Quite a few times in terms yeah. of soldiers and whatever over mm. the time.
0: Yeah, and I, I did like the fact that the, uh, sort of like the end that sort of Captain Quell sort of you know found his bravery, didn't he? Because the Professor yeah. Morehouse tried to bargain for his life. Yeah, at, at the end, I suppose you I suppose you would do if you're to. You can see what's about to kill. And you know, you've only got um, 66 seconds, which I'll come to of, in a minute. But um, of, of
1: something that you uh, of a subject that you know. Hmm. And you've re- you know you've heard the stories that it may be possible, yeah, well, it would be possible if you know the right thing. And it... so I suppose, yeah, there's there's a thought that you should do. I mean, it was just the fact that I just like the, the doctor's thing on that one can come describe it, so we know, so we get more information for the next one. Yeah, so it's like that means. What do you mean the next one? I mean you can't save, so we can save the next one, weren't it? But you can't save me. Well, that's implied.
0: Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Oh dear! It's yeah. totally. It, the it doctor's
1: detached way of dealing flippant, with people. So
0: flippant with it, but uh, but I'm liking but he, it though. It's
1: it yeah. Of, even with the captain, wasn't it? He goes, well, "Oh, at least we. Well, that's, that's good though, because we know who it's going
0: to be." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did like it. I like the fact he sort of, you know, um, he sort of thanked the doctor at the end mm. as well for sort of like giving back. He sort of, he's. I was to yeah. say, like his bravery. He sort of found yeah. himself again. You know, he I found like, the soldier I I just, himself.
1: And I just like the fact of the, you know, how many people have got to die before you do something. Mm. And then when the steward dies, he turns out to the doctor, and goes, three, it's three people that have to die. Yes. <laughs> so I just thought it was just a, it was a really good way of, the of, 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 you know, the, the captain finding himself there as well. To a yeah, certain it's extent, it. it's the fact that, no, actually, I've got I've to accept now that I can't run from this and I've got to face up to it.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely. I, I, I like that. I really did like that. You know, it was it was. I just thought this was so well written, so well directed. Um, I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, even, uh, do you know what? I was beginning to think whether the the sixty six second countdown that you got in there was going to get annoying or but or just be distracting. But I didn't really pay any attention to it. To be honest, it, it didn't really bother me.
1: It was good. How they, I think it was quite good how they did it. First of all. Before they've explained it, you just get the clock on the, mm. in the corner of the screen was good. Yeah, yeah. Then they changed it, didn't they, to Perkins giving you a countdown. Mm. And then when it's the captain, he threatens to shoot him because he's giving a countdown. Yeah, exactly. Someone told him that to shut up. <laughs> no, which I, which I, actually I... you think, yes, that would be annoying if I was about to die and I've got someone counting it down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly
0: the reaction you'd have there, which I thought oh, was good. Oh, dear. Now I to you know what I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I really yeah. did. Um I must admit before uh before I watched this I'd heard that this was uh people were comparing this to uh Voyager the Damned. And that worried me. Yes, that worried me. <laughs> but you know what this is what Voyager the Damned should have been. I mean to that a certain extent, I mean that yeah. you had you had um stunt casting with yeah. Carly Minogue, you've got stunt casting this with Frank Skinner. You've got foxes. um, sort I forget of right... foxes. I don't forget foxes. Um, Sue just disappeared, <laughs> for, uh, with no apparent reason. Just disappeared. Um... <laughs> that thing pretty much we suspect as a career. Yes, man. indeed. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah. She never worked again. That's it. Maybe she's now working a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs>
1: give it, give it, yeah, give it ten years, and we may well. Find. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> remember, remember,
0: remember, foxes. It's terrible. We're running she's, down. Somewhere. She's she's an, an entertainment's officer, on the <laughs> or, was it, or, or whatever bloody I don't know what they're called now. Is the, is the Canberra still going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I know. I don't only have cruise ships. Not since about nineteen eighty four. I don't. It's another world to me, cruise ships. I'm sorry. I, it's another thing that's entered, entered my radar. I've got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So now I think. Really, I, I mean, is there anything else you want to say about this? I think it's probably a good place to end it, really, because we're now trying to make comparisons to Voyage of the Damned, and I think I, don't really, want, <laughs> yeah. I really don't want to do she that. Doesn't. But, but this uh, is, but this is everything Voyage of the Dam should have been. This really. is
1: every, no, this is everything that Doctor Who should be. Yes, Let's <laughs> yes. that, that, not just limit to to what one episode should be. This this is exactly how Doctor Who should be. Yeah, so pleased with this episode that I'm making large assumptions but this may actually be my favourite episode of the since it came back since Doctor Who came back
0: wow that's high praise indeed yeah that's high praise indeed I might
1: change my mind by next week you might too you
0: <laughs> right okay then well that's I think that just about wraps that up then Riggs really, I think it's a good place to leave it we, we both thoroughly enjoyed it and um, yeah that's good that's a good place to be that is a yes. good place to be okay then so next week we've got flatline, and the um, end of end of credits pre-call looks uh, quite, uh, or preview I should say, looks quite quite interesting. Yes, it's quite interesting. It's an urban setting next week, so we'll see how we go with that one. So we go with that. I'm never a big fan of the urban uh, settings for Doctor Who. It always, you know, it sort of uh, takes you back to Chris Eccleston's series, really. Everything seems to be set on a council estate in London, but we'll see how we go. We'll see how we Hmm. go, but it does look interesting. So, so until then, it is goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.